Hi everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Murders in Media. For this week, we will be discussing Casey Anthony and the case and the details on it. To begin, Casey Anthony was 19 years old when she gave birth to her daughter, Kaylee Marie Anthony, on August 9, 2005. The identity of Kaylee's father was never released. However, Casey suggested that her previous fiancé, who happened to die in a car crash, could potentially be the father. At first, when Casey had Kaylee, she repeatedly lied to her family about even having a child, but eventually came around. Kaylee was raised by her grandparents in Orlando, Florida, at her grandparents' home. Her grandparents' names were Cindy and Anthony. On July 15, 2008, Casey and her parents got into a very heated argument. Casey leaves with Kaylee despite her parents, Cindy and George, trying to amend the issues that occurred. After learning that their car had been impounded, George and Cindy retrieved their vehicle and were very overwhelmed by the smell in the car, the smell in which George um, suggests were human remains. That same day, Cindy reports Kaylee as a missing child to the authorities. Cindy finally finds her daughter, Casey, through a string of police phone calls. She finally admits that her grandchild, Kaylee, was actually missing and for around a month. She actually even stated that the car smelled like there had been a damn body in it. The following day, Casey was arrested July 16, 2008, for child neglect, giving false statements, and obstruction of justice. Casey began this obstruction of justice by sending police on a wild goose chase, sending them to an apartment of an old nanny she accused of running off with Kaylee on June 9th, then sending them to Orlando Studios, where Casey pretended to have a job. Then, on July 17, 2008, police investigated the car that was impounded and found a dog that had picked up on human remains since. While Casey was being held on minor charges, the judge was deeply disturbed by the evidence on this case and set her bail, bail bond to $500,000. The fact that Kaylee had been missing for almost a month and not a single person had reported, reported her missing was very disturbing. The fact that Cindy, Casey's mother, seemed to be annoyed by the fact that their family's car smelled like human remains suggests she was not surprised. The fact that Casey was not upset by her daughter missing is also very alarming. And lastly, the fact that she took police on a wild goose chase indicates that she's trying to place the blame elsewhere and not on herself. On August 20th, 2008, an investigator bond hunter actually paid Casey's bond with the hope and intention that Casey would lead them to Kaylee, with no luck. Next, on August 27, 2008, an air test of the car that Casey was driving, which was owned by Cindy and George, indicated and confirmed that there were, at one point, human remains in the car. Next, I will hand this off to Carol to continue the story. In October of 2008, Casey was indicted on the charges of first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter of a child, and four counts of providing false information to police. She was arrested later that day, and she was facing possible death penalty, although the state of Florida initially said that they would not pursue this verdict. But in July of 2009, they announced that they have reversed this original statement and will be pursuing the death penalty. Meanwhile, ahead in 2010, Casey serves time for fraudulent checks. The defense continues to build a case against Casey as her grandiose and detail-oriented lies continue to collapse in upon themselves. The trial begins May 20, 2011, almost three years after Kaylee was initially discovered to be missing. The prosecution presented 400 pieces of evidence against Casey Anthony, most notably the searches on the Anthony home computer on how to make chloroform and neck breaking, 
the hair lock found in the trunk of Anthony's car matching the follicle pattern of a decomposing body and the nature of her pathological consistent lying and lack of cooperation. A theory they presented was that Casey initially suffocated Kaylee to death using three pieces of duct tape with the motive that the child interfered with her desired aloof party lifestyle. On June 16, 2011, the defense began presenting its case. People such as Casey's former boyfriend and even mother Cindy Anthony backtracked and testified on her behalf, Cindy claiming that her initial, initial shout that it smelled as if there was a dead body in the damn car was a figure of speech. The defense settled on the theory that Kaylee drowned in the Anthony family pool and that George had covered Casey to cover it up. The two counted for four hours before the prosecution's one-and-a-half-hour closing statements. The case was then released to the jury. After ten hours of deliberation, the jury acquits Anthony on all four felony charges, only convicting her to the four misdemeanor charges of giving false information to a law enforcement officer. Casey said to serve one year in jail and fined $1,000 for every misdemeanor count, but she did not even serve that and was served one year under probation instead. This case certainly caused an uproar in the United States of people displeased with the verdict given, with more people being united on which side of guilty not guilty they were on, unlike its most almost 20-year media-heavy predecessor, the O.J. Simpson case. All in all, I think anyone listening can come to a pretty universal conclusion that this was one of the most crazy, unpredictable true crime cases to ever hit the courtroom. Thank you, and thank you for turning into Murders in Media.